0: Coming up on today's episode of Real Talk Rentals, do you want to know the lessons you can learn from property management? We're going to tell you. Welcome back to Real Talk Rentals, a podcast brought to you by OnQ Property Management. We're here to give you all the tips, secrets, and behind-the-scenes looks at owning an investment property. I'm Ben, I'm your host, and with me as always is my co-host, Mr. Eric Dixon, the go-to expert on all things rental property and real estate. I say that every episode. I might have to change it up at some point, but...
1: (laughs) I'm not that cool, man. Yeah,
0: no. I appreciate it. I like it. You're the (laughs) go-to. So this episode, we are going to... We had a lot of fun putting this together um, when we were writing up the script, but we're going to talk about lessons we've learned from property management, um, all sides of it, whether it's owning a property, renting a property, or working here. Um, so Eric, I'm going to kick this off to you. First question you've kind of done everything, but let's go back in time. You're just an owner. You're not working in property management. What did you learn? Signing up with a property management versus self-managing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the, uh, it, it has been kind of a journey, you know, so stepping back, like you said, you go back to like 2007, 2008. When I got my real estate license, and I was just doing sales, and uh, for for a few years, and I remember specifically like my my clients, I'd sell them a rental, and then they would, uh, and this is during the bottom of the bottom, you know, we're selling houses for fifty thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars, a two or three hundred thousand dollar house was a Taj Mahal, man, it was crazy, yeah, you, know, you you could get, but as far as a rental, and I would drop off the keys at a property manager and just walk away. I'm like, hey, by the way, I just sold this dude a house. Ben, here you go, boom. And I would just leave, Um, and then just what it has become over time is crazy. So, I was just doing sales for two or three years, and then um, in 2011, my now business partner and the founder of OnQ, you know, he kind of recruited me and said, "Hey, I know you're just a sales guy, but just come on over, kind of learn the ropes of property management. You could sign up our clients with our service, and then you can still do real estate." And I was like, "This is the best of both worlds, man. Yeah, like, I can, sure. I can still do the sales that I'm passionate about in the real estate industry, buyers, sellers, negotiating that sort of stuff. But then I can, I can kind of lean into the property management for some supplemental income. Honestly, I at first I saw it as a side hustle. That's like, oh, I can hang my license there, kind of make five hundred bucks, a thousand bucks, whatever, extra yeah. a month. And then I can, you know, be on my way. And then over time, I started, I bought a house." And then we moved and that turned into a rental. Then I bought a fourplex and I'm kind of in property management selling homes. And I quickly realized a lot of things that, uh, that I wanted to do with real estate. I wanted to invest in rentals and I didn't, eventually I didn't want to manage them, but I was right. kinda, I kept it real close to the chest because I, I didn't even quite trust the process, you know, to begin with, with on cue or property management in general. So, um, the things I've learned, I guess, kind of going back to your original question, kind of set that that base there, is that it's you have to trust the process and realize it's an investment and it's long term. So right. it's like this is not get rich quick. This is not look at look at on Instagram and stuff people flipping houses and making a hundred grand a house and you're gonna yeah. you're gonna retire in five years. It's like reality is for most people that it's this low growing. Low, slow-growing investment that you nurture and you hopefully give to a property manager, yeah. and that's kind of what what uh what I learned. It took me way too long. Like it took me four or five years before I completely assigned it to a property manager here at our office. Yeah, that said manage my property. Right. Like, it cost me so much time and money, and I guess that's my biggest takeaway. Is like I spent the money on the property to buy it, but I was spending so much time. managing managing it it. myself that it's like this is not worth it like i could just pay and and i was here i was in the office with everybody and it still wasn't worth it you know i i thought and then i was then i've quickly realized you fast forward another five years and i'm like i wouldn't go back to self-managing ever like yeah you know you do need there's so many you know tangible benefits you know to having a property manager do it yeah um
0: i like how you said the long-term play right that it's not a, a get quick uh, get rich quick kind of thing, and I think that plays into so many people. They want to self manage because they're like, "Well, I'm only going to manage for a year, and then I'm rolling in the dough." Yeah, you know. And it's like, do you want to be, you know, dealing with maintenance calls yeah. for the next fifteen years? You yeah, know, or mean, whatever.
1: No, like, and the reality is, like, m- hopefully, you're in a. If you have a debt service on the house, maybe you make a few hundred bucks a month. Yeah, but I can tell you that three hundred dollars a month extra you're making. You're gonna put that back into the house. Absolutely, the AC is gonna go out. The water heater is gonna need to replace. You're gonna need an appliance. You're gonna need to recarpet the rooms when the tenant moves out. You're gonna have to touch up paint. You're gonna have to do these things. That fluff that you're making per month is not, you know, gravy that you just spend. You yeah, because then something comes up. So it's not you're you're literally not getting rich quick. But what is happening is the tenant's paying off your mortgage. You have great tax benefits that even I learned over time. You know, five years later, I'm like, oh man, that really helped up my taxes five years in a row. Yeah, and depreciation and and different things. So, um, a lot of that, you know, I just learned over time how things worked. And two, three, five years down the road, it's like, oh, that's how move ins work. Oh, that's how when they move out, it does cost money. Like, yeah. a, a tenant just doesn't move out, and a new tenant moves in, and everything's hunky dory. It's like, no, you have to get the house ready. Some of the stuff you can charge to the tenant. But most of the stuff is out of pocket. Get the house ready. I've got to pay the leasing the leasing fees or whatever my you know the costs are to land a new tenant. Right. And there might be a few weeks of vacancy. You know. So yeah. there's like it hurts. But after you've done it over and over and over, you kind of learn to know what's coming up. So
0: yeah. All right. So then let's jump to that point you mentioned. You're now working in property management, right? So on that side of it is a guy who's. You know, selling the services and things like that. What do you think you learned uh, throughout that period of time about property management in general?
1: Yeah. So I, I think the biggest thing I learned is <clears throat> that property management is not just, you know, collecting rent. Cause right. I think that's everyone's perception is that property managers just bog down the process. They're just a middleman and they just collect the rent and right. charge a fee or something, you know? And <clears throat> I'm sure that there are cases. That, that is reality and that's why that's the stigma right sure, but but yeah. really a good property management company should not just be collecting the rent charging a fee for it and making it harder than it is it should be a very positive you know experience yeah. so what i've learned is that it's it's an essential service for landlords like whether they know it now or not that picture perfect landlord situation and and resident situation is not the case most of the time like yeah. I, I would love to rent a house and I'm like, Do you know what? I want to rent from a self-manager husband, wife owner, come up, make me cookies, give me the keys. I walk yeah. into this beautiful house. It's like, if you have that, you are the exception and you just need to run with that as long as possible.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Cause that's not reality. Drop off the keys and say, well, just let me know when you guys are ready to move out. Yeah. It's like, I'm here, sure nothing will go keys. wrong ever. <laughs>
1: and then you get your deposit <laughs> check when you're handing, yeah. you know, it's just, that's not how it works, you know? And so, yeah. I, I've just learned that uh, property management is a service business, just like a pest control company or a a pool service or a, you know these different type of services that owners they pay for it and they they deserve and are expecting good communication and you know high end service and so I did not know that when I was selling yeah. real estate real estate agents you kind of stick out your chest and you go I am above property manager yeah you know property (laughs) managers are below me and they they uh it's kind of an ongoing joke and it's not funny but i can say it because i've been a salesperson and now in property management is you know it's like they're the uh they're the real estate agents that couldn't make it and that could not be farther from the truth right it's like no it's just sales is literally it's commission only sales yeah heavy sales skills you know, you you have to be able to grind and be okay with zero one month and twenty thousand dollars one sure. month and zero or whatever it is. Whereas property management, it's a career path, you know, and it's like you can make great money, you can offer great service, and you can be part of a community and an employer and a, a team. That's not what selling real estate is all about. So yeah. it, they're just so apples and oranges. And I think there used to be this more a worse stigma, and now it's actually we're attracting a ton of real estate agents they want to be property managers because they realize I can make just as much money and I could be part of a team and an atmosphere and I can have an office and benefits and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I did, I thought it was totally different than that. So
0: I, uh, I heard one of our sales guys say once that a a real estate agent is like the guy who sells you your brand new car, right? Like it's the car sales guy. Yeah. (laughs) But, after that, then what you need is a mechanic and you need yeah. someone to change the oil. You to need manage
1: it. To, it. Yes. Yeah. To maintain
0: to, it. Yeah. And it even the best car, things are going to happen. You're going to have to have checkups and do these things. Yeah. And he's like, you wouldn't call your sales guy and say, hey, I got to change the oil. Can yeah. you come over and do this? You yeah. Know, it is a whole... No, skill it, set. it
1: is a whole different ballgame, and it's yeah. like, and both of them are essential, right? Somebody's got to help you buy the car, buy the house, or sell the yeah. house, or whatever, and we offer those services as well. Like, and and some people see them as competing services; they are complementary. I Absolutely. think it's just over the years, at least the brokerage I started at, you just referred it out, and you didn't think twice about property management, and you just got back to grinding and selling, right? right. And I think part of my perception was there's an individual he's kind of a, a one-man show, two-man show property management company that I would refer to. I would literally call him up and say, hey, man, I'm coming over with keys. Are you home? At his house. And he would just come out and he's just like trashed. He's got washer dryer on the trailer. He's, you know, hey, man, I'm so busy. It's so hot. And he, I'm just like, oh, I do not want to be a property yeah. manager. Like <laughs> if that's what property management is, you know? Yeah. But I think his take of, he did a lot of maintenance. He did a lot of, he was a one-man show and did yeah. everything, right? And then I'd give him a fourplex. And for him, he's like, man, I've got tons of opportunity there. And then when yeah. it was ready to sell, he'd refer it back to me, you know, and I would sell. And yeah. so it it, it kind of worked, but that was my perception. And it was just so different than what property management is for us today.
0: Yeah, 100%. I mean, we've said it before, but I think a lot of people, I know for sure me when I started here, I was like, why do all these people work here just to collect rent? Well, yeah. Like I thought that was it, you know? And then it's like, there's so many more facets to it. You're if, like,
1: you must be knocking on every door and just yeah, saying, hey, personally.
0: <laughs> because there's just too many people in this office. But yeah, there's so much more that goes into it. Um, so on the opposite side of that, tenants, residents, people who um, rent from a property management company, what do you think they get out of it, you know, what are they learning hopefully, or, or how is that experience benefiting them?
1: Yeah. So it, and again, this is another one of those things that watching from the outside. So I'm, I'm a landlord and that, you know, own a property management company. I'm in real estate. I'm on that side of the fence, but watching our clients, you know, the, the tenants are our clients as well, and they deserve great service. They, they demand it and they should, you know, they demand good service. If I'm paying fees, if I'm paying rent to you guys. If you are my go-to, you better answer the phone. You better be available when you Absolutely. say you're available, you know, that sort of thing. So I think there's there's certain things that the, as an industry, I think tenants deserve and it's good service, quality communication, you know, timely responses and that sort of stuff. But as far as, um, there are a lot of residents who prefer property managers over a self-manager because they've gone through experiences that prove otherwise, yeah. that are like, Yeah, it was great self-managing until I text the owner and he just ignores me. And I don't know where he lives. They don't have an office. You know, he blocks my number. Yeah. But then when the first rolls around, man, he's on my doorstep to collect rent or, you know, so many, um, so many of our residents, they prefer managers because there's a business, there's reviews online, there's there's, hours uh, of
0: operation. Yeah, there's hours
1: of operation. There's actually a physical brick and mortar. There's an agency, a state agency that, Supervises and licenses us. You know, sure. a self manager does not have to be licensed. They could be a criminal. They could be, you could be renting from an owner. Yeah, they own the house, but did you know they? You know, they have a past that you have nothing. Yeah. You don't know about them and they're standing at your doorstep. You know, there are just these extreme examples that are reality. And so I, I think it's fair to say that residents deserve just as high level services are as our owners that hire us initially. Yeah. Um, and so we try and provide things like the portals. We have smart lockers out front, just like those Amazon partial parcel lockers where they can... They can access their keys, drop off keys, pay rent 24-7 yeah. in a safe, secure room. You it, know?
0: it shocks me how many people use it at like 3 a.m. Yeah. You yeah. Know, we'll get a ding from the cameras and I'll look and be like, dude, dude, a guy picked up his keys last night at 3.30 a.m. And that's obviously just what worked best probably, for him.
1: Yeah, and some of them work days. They're work. Yeah. They, or like, they work nights or they... You know, it's, if it's in the summertime and it's 115 during the day, they move at midnight. Yeah, you know? and so, absolutely. So it is a really cool... Those are the types of things that... Do we need a locker system? Invest in that and the technology in order to attract owner clients? No. Our owners yeah. don't even know about it. Most of them. You know, yeah. some of them do with the new marketing and stuff, but we do it because we want the resident experience to be just as good, right? So Absolutely. it's like, hey, if we're going to invest in the owner's portals, we need to invest in the tenant's portals and the yeah. resident's portals. I keep on saying tenant. We're trying, you know, the new the new word is resident. And I yeah. think, I really think it has a better connotation. I think it's like a new yeah. up and coming. Like, no, they are, I, I do, unfortunately, the word tenant, I think even on the news, it's like this
0: bad word or something. Yeah, it's, it's like, become kind of like, has like kind of a derogative
1: Connotation. Yeah, it's which like, which
0: it, it should shouldn't. not. Yeah. It's a, it's just a straightforward word. But I when you hear those two together, tenant and resident, you know, resident does just sound nice. Like I mean, I'm a guy who does marketing all day, and it's yeah. like I resident's a better word, you know, yeah. but it, it is hard to unlearn that, you yeah. know, where it's like we're not saying tenant because we're looking well, down on that. Well, I think, you know? I think it,
1: to me, it's like the tenant. Yes, they rent the house and it's just they're renting it. It's not theirs. Resident, to me, they they reside in the home. It is their home, right? It's their. 100%. It is their. So anyway, I mean, I'm on a tangent, but I just yeah. caught myself saying <laughs> tenant, resident, tenant, resident, yeah. and listeners are probably like, which one is it? Or maybe is there a difference?
0: Yeah. <laughs> but uh, technically the same thing. Um, I think, uh, too, we, we talk about a lot, um, you know, there is a perception, I think, for residents saying, "Oh, you're just on the side of the owner," and they don't yeah. realize that, like that, that's not our job to just be on the side of the yeah. owner. You know, like our job is to protect them as well. And yeah. there are so many occasions where we're telling an owner, "Like, no, you can't do you that." You can't do that.
1: Yeah, like you know, there is the the tenant, the kind of the handbook or the law, the statutes that that are of all or that are existing around tenants and landlords is the Tenant Landlord Act. It's two sided. It protects yeah. both parties. Protects both parties, and um, we have a fiduciary responsibility to both. We can't say, "Hey, the owner hired us. Sorry, hit the road." You know, this yeah. is what it is. It's like, no, there's laws, and part of our job is to keep the owner in line and keep the tenant in line. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and make sure Absolutely. like that that those lines aren't crossed. And I think so. That's another benefit is you know, if you're considering renting, highly consider renting from a property management company because they are held to higher standards. Yeah, And if they're not, you know, upholding to those standards, you can go after them. You can get out of your lease. You can do different yeah. things. There's things to protect you.
0: Well, and, and we've said this so many times, but it bears repeating is that, you know, there's honest mistakes. A landlord might be, you know, accidentally doing something illegal, you know, when it according to fair housing or something, you know, you can't bring an ESA in here or whatever and a property management company. It's our job to know now, wait a second, you know, that actually they're protected from this, you know, and, and it's not to, you know, it's not that anybody's trying to be malicious to anybody else. It's that, you know,
1: we're the experts and our job is to be on
0: the side of everyone, you know?
1: Well, you want, you want them to have that security and that mindset of like my property manager has my back. Yeah. The landlord owns the home. I know that, but they have my back, you know? Yeah. And so w- we try and just go out of our way to offer other benefits and different things. Um, some others off the top of my head are credit reporting. Huge. Like is, is a new big one. It's a big new one for us yeah. is that when you pay your rent on time, you'll have a positive impact on your credit score versus before it was, we only report when it's negative when Which I think
0: is really the case with a, a lot of that's places. Pretty, that's the standard. standard. Yeah. Um. But you, rent is such a huge bill that you're paying every yeah. month to get the positive.
1: Well, and you think about of that, it, it's, it's like, kind. Of, it's, man. It's, it's it's kind of unfair. The whole credit system is a whole separate topic. But yeah. it's kind of like you have to get in debt to get a good score, and then you need to but pay that if, debt off. But you got to pay it off, or else it's going to go down. It's yeah. like, what's the balance? And then if you rent, and you're not getting positive scores, it's like, how am I supposed to build? towards my goal of homeownership if that's my goal, right? Yeah. Or or maybe your goal is not home ownership, but I want good credit so I can get a good car loan or, or yeah, a good absolutely. student loan or whatever. So um, the, the only other thing I, I made a note of that I thought was specifically um, important is when you use a property manager as your landlord, you know, your source of your rental, then the property manager is very likely vetting the vendors that are going to go into your home. So you yeah. think about that, and it's like some of the self-managers... Are like, oh, yeah, the plumbing's broke. I'm going to send my uncle over. He's a retired plumber. Yeah. And it's like, that's great. Maybe he is a retired plumber, but how do I know that they've been vetted, background checked? Yeah. They have a, they could be uh,
0: a retired plumber who just got out of jail. <laughs> <you
1: know? laughs> like, that's right. And I for, feel like I'm kind of saying extremes, but I'm also not. Yeah. Like, like the, the vendors we use that have, some of them have commercial vehicles, they have CDLs. That means they don't have bad driving history. Yeah. That means they're not. Convicted felons, recently, you know, there's they are vetted in a certain way, not only for craftsmanship and safety and stuff like that, but also for uh, quality of work and punctuality yeah. and and that sort of stuff. So you should be getting a higher quality maintenance, you know, response yeah. time and quality when you go through a property manager. And, so. and
0: it's a peace of mind, you know. Um, we kind of we're joking about the example, but it's true of like somebody. Who lives by themselves, right? And a vendor's coming into their home, at least if they know it's through a property management company that is a vetted, yeah, I mean, licensed vendor. It's not like well, the no. landlord just found someone on Craigslist and gave them your address and said well, it's like, they live by themselves, so stop by anytime they'll be there. You know? Yeah.
1: House is vacant, the door's open. Yeah. No, but it's like if they if they show up in a marked vehicle with a a marked shirt and a an ID badge or whatever. And they're like, Hey, I'm the plumber to fix your leak versus like, Hey, I'm a, I'm so-and-so's uncle. I'm a plumber in a green Chevy truck. You're like, yeah, do you have any tools, dude? Like, (laughs) like, I don't know. (laughs) I'm telling you it it can get crazy. It reminds me of like, I think we've talked about it when you rent in the, uh, like an Airbnb or a hotel. Yeah. They don't do a background check on you. They don't do criminal background check on you. Nothing. You could just like show up, And then next door unit could be anybody. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just like, it kind of freaks me out. Yeah. (laughs) I I just, that came to mind.
0: All right. So um, just for fun, let's wrap this up with talking about kind of the reverse of all this working in product property management. What has that taught you that applies outside of? Management, you know, to the world in general, you know, like what skills do you think, or life lessons have you learned?
1: Yeah, so um, so Taylor, he's the founder again, and I I was lucky enough for him to recruit me over and then partner with him later on and be a part of this. And he's he's really drilled down, especially at our our annual meetings, and and really helping our employees understand like we are not just collecting rent and facilitating maintenance. Like these are people's homes, right? Like this is uh is there's a uh, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Is like, you need food, water, oxygen to live right above those three is shelter. So it's yeah. like, that is a basic human need. Like it, it it's uh, a lot of people are fighting that it's a human right, right? Yeah. To have housing, right? So yeah. it, it really is something that's like, yeah, some of them are big, nice, beautiful homes, some of them are extravagant. Some of them aren't, you know, but all of the homes we manage are somebody's home. Yeah. And so it is kind of cool that it's like, hey, we are providing housing for people. We are helping investors, you know, manage their investment. We are helping, you know, a lot of residents on their path towards home ownership. We are doing a lot of cool things in these people's lives. And then it just so happens that the day-to-day is real busy and real crazy and a lot can Absolutely. happen. And there's a lot of feelings and emotions, but the underlying reason we exist is really cool. Yeah. yeah, you provide housing for people like yeah. that's it's actually really cool so i think that that's one of the biggest uh things that i've learned i've also learned as an investor side of it is i've had to practice what we preach like even yeah. on this podcast the stuff we say and then i'll go list my rental and i'm like do you know what start a little high and then i'm like wait we just told everybody yeah. <laughs> market it at market rate and then yeah. my Thing didn't rent until I lowered it, and then I rented. Like yeah. I've learned over and over, like you just have to practice what we preach. Yeah, and it, property management is not this crazy. You know, it's not rocket science. It's basic. Yeah, housing and basic market stuff. So
0: Wait, we even mentioned this uh, yesterday when we put it together. But like, it's probably the oldest profession, right? Like you go back to like the Bible, and it's oh, there's, yeah, there's always there's a, there's a discussion landlords. about somebody owns this the inn or the home and they got to pay you know their tax or their rent or whatever and i think it's so cool like before i started working here yes i had the perception it was just collecting rent but I, i even with all the other facets to it as i learned i couldn't imagine that there'd be innovation, that it would still be changing, right? It's just the same, right? They've been doing it since then. It's got to be the same.
1: It's almost like sometimes we make it harder than it is. Like you say that and you're like, dude, they did it back then. Yeah, probably like had a friggin' (laughs) like etching it in a stone, dude. Yeah, Yeah. you paid, you know, but but you're right. It's one of the oldest, like simplest things is somebody owns something and you want to use it or make it yours and you pay them for that service or whatever it is and it's an exchange of value for money or whatever it is. I mean, that, that's super interesting. Yeah. It's been and around it's, forever. And it's
0: still, still evolving, you know, like I think of self-showings, um, you know, which have come up in the last few years, 3D tours, our locker yeah. system that we talked about, like these are things that, you know, oh, a few ooh. years ago didn't exist. Every
1: single day we get applications that walked through a 3D tour online. They never went to the house. They applied, they paid their deposit and they're moving in in three or four days. Yeah. And they have not left their couch yeah (laughs) you know and it's like that is crazy you know and so and and then there are some that have gone super old school they're like they walk into the office and sit down at a computer and do the application and give us a check and do you know it's like some of it it's just always evolving you know yeah that is that is super interesting
0: all right well that is it for us this time be sure to follow the podcast wherever you listen and leave us a five-star review if you can it really helps out and we will see you guys next time